Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me and I'm covered in CBD oil. That's right, listener. It's 420. Blaze it. That's when we're recording this right now. And who's that sitting next to me? That's you. You just took a... You just took an edible listener, which honestly is probably the better way to listen to us. Metzger, what uh, what, what are you doing up there in front of the, the, the bus? Uh, I had a salad today. That's Metzger. She's our expert in anime. I just got my bachelor's degree in anime, uh, but Metzger's like a PharmD, PhD, doctor of chiropractics in, uh, in anime. So she's our expert. She drives, the, well, she, she leads the bus. The bus doesn't really drive. Listener- I have a CDL in anime. <laughs> she's, she's got her electrician's license in anime. You got a certification? I got it in anime. And uh, that's, that's our guarantee, listener, is we are certified in anime. Um, <laughs> and, and so it's a, new, it's a new season. And of course, we're bringing new season energy on top of the fact that it's 420. This ain't no April Fools. This ain't no, no, no high, high ideas that we... Nope, it's just another season. Masker, one of the... We, we did kind of a first... And that first is we did a season two. Yeah, because Vanitas didn't count. Vanitas didn't count. And uh, we actually took a poll and it didn't, in fact, count. It turns out that was the first season. It was just divided in half. They took a little bit of a snoozer and uh, came back did strong. Five. Did, did it 12.5 also. Um and then so so we're doing Comey season two, which I was excited about. I love Comey. And then um we are also listener, we're doing Spy X Family. We are indeed. So which would you like to start with first, Metzger? Uh let's do the Comey. Alright. We in this in this place, we love Comey. She's uh she's our, our beloved character. And we, hey, a- like everyone else. Adore Comey. Yeah, we're all we're all big fans of Comey here, and we will protect her against big big muscle men um, if our lives depend on it. Uh, unlike posers, uh, Metzger. It's a new year in Comey. It's uh she's she's get, she puts her shoes away, and we get like the the cast roundup. Everybody's like, oh, these are these are our familiar characters. Yeah, that would be exactly what happened. Um, what what else happened? You you uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I was supposed to leave this today. Um, you are you watched Comey? Yeah, and I. It's winter time already. It's winter time in Comey, and Comey wakes up and it's big cold. And she falls off the bed, and first thing that happens is she hurts her forehead. It's a bit cold. It's hard. It's hard to be hurt when you're that cold. No, I'm. I'm just fucking around. Um, so we're introduced to a new character, to a new friend, right? A new, yeah. a new buddy, and this is a very, a very big man who has apparently missed an entire semester. Is that what is going on? Yes. Yeah, Why did um... he miss? I don't remember. He he got real sick, and then he was like, oh. "All right, that's that's cool. I'll uh, 
That's that's fine. I'll come back and and, and then, then catastrophic just... thinking took hold, and yep. the anxiety machine word to life, and he skipped school for a month and instead got big buff. Which <laughs> I relate to that. He's just like, all right, well, I guess I'll get like super buff, and um, and yeah. now not only has he not been to school for a whole semester, he's also this big meat cake of a man gargantuan monster person yeah and also has crippling social anxiety but then everyone mistakes it for his wild anger just sheer utter hatred testosterone ridden resting bitch face i'm not gonna lie to you i do really like comey I don't feel like Comey brings a whole lot to the table as far as a podcast goes, though. It's just these little mini episodes, and the feeling that you get from each one is, Oh, so cute. Oh, it looks so cute. So I knew we were going to do it. I knew there was no getting around the second season of Comey's on. I still don't feel like it's super engaging for... uh an auditory audience. Well, I mean, part of it is she can't communicate. And part of our whole thing is, oh, we're communicating. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> I absolutely adore this new character. I love him so much. It's. I love how much inner monologue they give us of his. Like he's constantly thinking and explaining and doing things like, oh, yes, make eye contact. And it just glowers down at people. Oh, yes. This particular book that I read that told me. (laughs) To help me overcome my social anxiety. It was very funny. And I was over here like, ah, yep, this is fun. Meanwhile, Comey is terrified and he is terrified. And they are just staring at each other until finally Tadano intervenes. Tadano. Okay. So I imagine. Sweet, sweet Super empath to Dono. I imagine him eventually just like adopting a horde of Comey's. Just like he, he has some wild level of communicatory ability. Have you understood why Tadano is at the school? <sighs> um, is it because of his empathetic abilities? It is because remember, everyone in this school is remarkable in some way or another. You know, I hadn't really thought of that because they kind of really play him to be a an everyman. Just if you will. milk toast, yeah. But yeah, no, he's something special. He has to be. How else would he have gotten in? So he's remarkable in one way or another. Um, he does have that weird flower thing in his hair. And I think what ends up being his remarkable power is just the fact that he's a super empath. He can figure out exactly how a person is feeling or what they're thinking without them saying anything. And he's capable of picking up. I mean, at this point in time, he has got Comey better than Red. He wrote the book on Comey-san pretty much, right? So much so he's starting to apply it to other clinical uses. Like he's uh, he's now like taking it almost like a doctor's thesis. Like, oh, now I now I need more test subjects. Either way, it helps him to intervene and diffuse the situation that's going on between Big Dude and Comey. And he picks up on the fact that Big Dude is maybe just a little 
nervous about being it's his first day at school and he's got big muscles they could be mistaken for for malintent and just says hey you're new would you like me to show you around and our big dude's like uh oh thank god i would not have survived without you oh thank god and then they become best friends immediately I keep forgetting that Comey is not on Crunchyroll, and I'm sitting here staring through the catalog, being like, "Where the fuck is it?" No, I had to. I had to find it through like the the strange Russian websites, which then I had to like, you know, give money to Ukraine to make up for. Yeah, an, an extra shilling for Ukraine today. Yeah. Otherwise, I can live with myself. So then they're they're taking tests, and uh, there's like this oh, cute yeah. moment. She drops her little pencil and she goes, oh no, and apparently you can't just reach down. That's a cultural thing. That's scary. You can't well, just yeah, reach because down. If you, if you reach down, then you might be looking at someone else's bullshit and you're cheating. Maybe it's under the table. You didn't even think about that. Maybe I got my secret answers under the table. Or all that, yeah. Not only are you looking at somebody else's, maybe you're just, uh, yeah, you just got your answers taped. Sh- strap my answers to the table. Super empath comes to the rescue, though. He's like, I, I got this. Don't even worry. Come here, I got you, girl. Drops pencil. I do like how she drops her pencil and internally goes, well, I better be extra careful then. And immediately snaps the lead on hers. Uh, yeah, it was preposterous. It was like the most wild of like situations and one I think many of us have experienced. I was going to say it's a very Murphy's Law moment. And there's no like you just deal. You just have to deal with this. Yep. This is this is what suffering is made of. This This is is what suffering is made of. Hey now. Hey now. Yeah, this is, I was doing, like, from the Hillary Duff movie, this is what dreams are made of. Oh, that explains why I didn't get it. Okay. Well, the, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you expect me to know a Hillary Duff movie? Yes. Didn't she do Cinderella? I don't know the answer to that, but Didn't maybe? they do, like, a terrible Disney Hillary Duff is Cinderella? I mean, this sounds familiar, like a live action one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I for sure didn't see it. I am not. Eric is not known for his love for the Duff. They don't speak of that in the circles. Yeah, it's a movie called A Cinderella Story. Um, okay, so speaking of A Cinderella Story, so we get a little bit more of their burgeoning romance, this thing that, that <laughs> everyone is is advocating for. Everyone ever wants them to, to no, have babies. That is not true. Everyone is not advocating for this. I'm I sorry. Would, I would like to argue that most of the other boys in class are probably wildly against this should they ever catch wind of it. Yes, there is actually a very strong and girls and girls against girls yeah. against uh, uh, this romance. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you be It's like, that's my goddess Comey. 
I remember being young and feeling like, because because nobody wanted to date an Eric, like a seventh eighth grade Eric, and all these like cool basketball boys were getting the pretty girls, and I'm being like, I feel left out. Metzger has never known human love. Anyways, listener. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think that was the big. Oh, they also all co- <laughs> they come over to uh, to hang out and do kind of an after school thing. And that's right. And there's this moment where where the one trans individual, gender fluid individual, is like, um, "Okay, good night." Oh yeah, they're like studying. I'm out. Sleep in somebody else's house. Which was weird energy, but I'm like, okay, chase your bliss, man. Like, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time I've experienced something like that. Listen, sometimes, sometimes the nap need overtakes you. I don't think that it's a nap need. I just think Najimi is really adverse to studying, like how they were kicked out of the library for being too loud, and uh. how they then had to like cram to just barely pass their test. Well, and then on top of that, Najimi's always like got these schemes, got these plans, always trying to trying to do something. And uh, I mean, me too. But like, there, there's always a little bit of a, a spry little ragamuffin got bad bad intent. I think it's bad intent, it's just chaotic neutral. I don't know if I would describe. I was actually thinking about it. I don't know if I would describe Najimi as chaotic neutral. I think almost like a lawful chaotic, weirdly. Like, I don't even know. No, that's not. I'm trying to figure that one out. I got to think on that one for a hot minute. Yeah, how we would describe each of these characters in their, their D&D terms. Well, that was most of uh, of Comey, was was those fun interactions. Um, Hey, listener, you might be aware that we have like a way that you can interact with us and a, and a place you can go. Um, which would be that me and we moved out wordpress.com. And if you want to interact with us, check out our Twitter. Um, that's anime underscore bus and anime tour bus on Instagram. Those are the places that you can like hang with us. You want to hang? Let's hang. I think anyone wants to do what you're saying right now. Well, I'm sorry if this is coming off too relaxed, Metzger. I don't, of the CBD oil. Okay, yeah. I just the way that she kind of said hang was didn't give me CBD vibes. It gave me like Was it like a sexy time suggestion? Was that what, you, no, what it sounded like? No, it sounded like a wrong turn. Oh, as though you'd gone to, I don't know, like the like ended up in Oklahoma when you intended like Idaho and and then suddenly you're like, "Oh, these people want to eat me." Uh-huh. So we're inviting you over for dinner. Okay. All right. It's because they want to eat you. Moving forward. Um, Because everyone knows that uh, people from Oklahoma are cannibals. And if we lose listeners for that, well, we didn't want them anyways. They have problematic yeah, Oklahoman views. Um, I do believe that uh, Eric might be the one with a problematic view. 
You know, it wouldn't be the first time. Um, but you know what's not a problematic view? It's that I like Spy X! I think it's pretty good. Yeah? You like yeah, Anya? I really like it. She's fun. I like that she can, like, read minds and stuff. That's fun. So, yes, to catch the listener up, if they haven't been paying attention. I mean, not paying attention. Hi, it's the beginning of the season. Um... Our second anime of the season is Spy X Family, and it is about a master spy who must infiltrate a very prestigious school to try and find a very reclusive individual that could destroy the government. There's a lot of layers here. Yeah. And the only way to infiltrate the school, like he couldn't possibly just like get a job as a teacher or something only way or a janitor to become a very prestigious parent at the school he needs a child which he doesn't really want that's good none of us do actually maybe loki kind of hates children yeah he's he's like oh man i hate when children cry they kind of suck (laughs) he's that person at the restaurant that stares daggers at your head because your kid didn't get their chicken tendies fast enough i oh i feel that though i'm the i'm actually the full-grown 28 year old adult i need my chicken tendies (laughs) i was about to ask are you the child in this situation all right well i'm out And that's all it took for Metzger to be like, uh, she doesn't want kids. It was just one interaction with Eric too many. It was one 28-year-old at an Applebee screaming about chicken tendies for me to be like, I can't handle this. And that's about what children are. Um, anyone will tell you that. Now I mean, the experts... you, always, you always run the risk of them never actually growing up. I mean, I refuse to. That's why I still live in the tunnels. I like how they've moved from being mines to tunnels now. Well, yeah, they they grow into tunnels. Everyone knows that Metzger that that when when mine when tunnels grow up, they become mines. That's that's just basic science. You don't. How dare you not speak of this? <laughs> Our protagonist, um, the dude, goes to an adopt or goes to an adoption, goes to an orphanage. His name is, hold up, his name's Twilight. Ah, that's right. Which made me laugh. That's codename. There exists, there exists a world where there is essentially the East and the West. These two big countries, Eastlandia and Westlandia, or whatever, however they want to say it. I thought it was Westonia. Yeah, that sounds right. And so these countries are in a uh, tedious piece at best. And there's these spies who are perpetually working to essentially uh, maintain that peace. And there are individuals, you know, trying to, to blackmail, extort, and everyone's like, oh, toupees are forbidden in, in the Westlands and all that. Like, and, and he is forever trying to, like, outdo these individuals who would otherwise see the world thrown into chaos and war and seemingly benefit from it. Um, so his role is is as a spy man, and he even talks about how this is like a thankless job. He, his name will never be in papers. He'll never get awards for it. But he's fine with that because he has accepted long ago that he's 
essentially given up his identity to assume the identity of anyone that he needs to in order to be a proper spy. Now, step forward from his most recent mission. Now you to really fucking identify with this, don't you? Mesker, I feel it. I actually kind of want to be. I told you I like this one, and it's yeah, rare. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we established a ten percent. So, anyways, uh, we we have this character who then, on his most recent mission, he's learning from from uh, the newspaper because um, he was given a secret code to understand it. We we were then given to understand that his newest mission was to infiltrate the school for some particular reason. And for this, he needs a family, which does, in fact, include a wife and child. Um, he goes to a shady orphanage and um, with like a little bit too much certainty for my comfort was like, all right, I'll have a child. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the whole point of it was that, like, we are we are going to go to a very shady place. It's not going to ask a whole lot of questions and we're going to, you know, pick up a kid, maybe pay the guy like he'll have booze money and he'll be happy. And I mean, it's. It overall was like, OK, I'm going to pick a child that will fit my needs. And he, Metzger, who does he stumble upon? <laughs> Well, okay, he asks, I-, I need the smartest one you have. But, like, between the ages of, he's like, I I want the smartest child. Uh, one that can read. And, and write. Yeah, and write. And that's when the drunkard's like, ah, then Anya. And Anya is who Meanwhile, you in his head, he's like, I, this piece of shit. Ah! This girl's a dumb fuck, and I'm down to get her off my hands. She causes me he, so many problems. Yeah, he doesn't think that she's dumb, but he believes that she's weird. And a possibly, problem. Possibly because she can read minds. Well, one might think that maybe it has to do with the reading minds thing, yes. Yes, but that's something that only the audience is privy to, not to all. Yes, I mean, not even our spy boy knows it, though he has some suspicions that she's, like, uh, fairly intelligent because she did, like, a crossword real good in a way that is essentially a speed run. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, So he's left with a great first impression, to which she's obviously faking. And, uh, go ahead. Nope, go for it. Oh, and so uh, it, it ends up being a thing where... Um, she, she's like super, she immediately figures out, she's like, oh, he's a spy. That's cool. I want to be a spy. I love spies. <laughs> and so she turns like, out her favorite television show involves a, uh, pistol, si- a silencer pistol. Silencer pistol. Hey, Mesker, can, uh, can we use the podcast money to get a, a, a silence pistol? No, but we can buy some peanuts. What if, what if it's on sale? Anya likes peanuts. <laughs> and he uses that to his advantage to shut her up like any good parent. Because I, I will buy you peanuts if you stop crying. Please, for the love of God, stop. Well, and he does. I will he get takes you her peanuts. Home. He takes her home. She's like, oh my God, we have a television. And, and he's like, I have to go run some errands. And she is obviously going with him. Yeah. And he is, n- is not really here for it, but he'll allow it. 
And even despite the fact that she can read minds, she's still a child. Yeah. She she still has the cognitive abilities of a child. Same. Even though she can read other people's minds, that must be wild to have the impulse control of a three year old, but be able to read your parents' mind. She's like four or five, apparently. Yeah. But then also, like, to read the minds of everyone around her and, like, have to make judgment calls and stuff because she's like, oh, he's a bad man. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, he's a bad man. But also doesn't have, again, doesn't have the impulse control with which to not send a secret message. Well, yeah, she's having a little fun time, boopity boop boop, and uh-oh. Just happens to be sending a secret telegraph message right to the enemy which to be fair if um, which they can trace somehow to be fair if they had uh if if that had been me and i had discovered it i also would have been boop 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 so like i can't fault this child for um doing something that i as a 28 year old man would also do i definitely would not have touched it are you kidding me there's no world where i didn't touch it Especially if I were Anya and I was worried about being taken back to the orphanage again. Yeah. Yeah. And she's reading. What really gets me is she's reading his mind as he's thinking like, oh, you know, maybe I should take this bun back and trade it in for a newer model. And she's like, I like peanuts. Yeah, it has to get that familiarity. Uh, So she's trying to like be like. Oh, you know, you gotta get to know me. Uh, I like peanuts. And what else did she say? There was another thing. She's like, I like bacon from this bakery. And he's like, bakeries don't sell bacon. And she's like, what? Yeah, apocalyptic, life-altering knowledge changes. But bakery, bacon. They bake, you don't, you don't know about bakeries then. That's what I'm learning is that you're the dummy, not me. I might be a child, but you're an idiot. One of us will get better. <laughs> and so that's a that's that's a lot of it. She ends up getting uh, so she sends this this message by accident, and then uh, some men come over and they play tag with her. That's not at all what happens. Well, that's why he's trying to convince her because um, oops. Um, these men, they come, they kidnap her, and, um, it's, it's a moment where he has to not only show off his spy powers of, like, oh, I've infiltrated my way in, and I, you know, did this, did this, um, I essentially, like, out, out solved them when they tried to, like, set me up, and, um, but, but on top of that has to save her, and he's like, oh, you know, if, if she gives this to the police, they'll take her and put her in a better orphanage, and he gives her an out, and guess what she does? She doesn't want the out. No, of course not. I mean, she doesn't want to go to a better orphanage. She doesn't want to go to any orphanage. Yeah. Same. I mean, I don't want to be in an orphanage, so, like, I, I get it. I can't fault her for that. Exactly. But I'm also like a 28 year old man who's currently house shopping. So like maybe I don't want to go to an orphanage, but that comes from maybe a different place. I think any reason to not want to go to an orphanage is a fine enough reason. I feel like maybe I I could do better than an orphanage, you know, like I could own an orphanage. Mesker, what if I what if I was the orphan master? 
I don't think they're called that. He who masters the orphans. I'm pretty sure that's not what they're called. Orphan Mon, gotta catch them all. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. One of us is wrong, and I mean, let the let the record show which one it's most likely to be. Okay. Steph, definitely you. What else happened during this episode? Did we have? Oh, uh, we shot a dude for telling us to leave the toupee alone in the head. Shot so him without, in the head in front of the girl out any hesitation. Doesn't even look at him. Just shut up. Boom. Click, click. Silence her pistol. Silence her pistol. Other than that, um, oh yeah, Twilight pays for some answers to make sure that she can get in. I love that she naively thought that she could rely on the answers from the other people taking the test. And as she's scanning brains, everyone in that room is shitting their pants. I don't know, maybe this, maybe that. There's a there's a <laughs> from a girl going, eeny meeny miny. Yeah. Uh, Anya, you're fucked, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad time, and I laughed very heartily at that part. And we get in though. Thanks to Twilight being prepared and an adult, he and just buying the answers. And also showing her she was able to recall at least enough of the answers to pass. Yeah, just barely made it. Uh, they then receive a... They're trying to force... They're trying to push it a little too hard for me at this point, though. To where he's already getting attached to her, as in he can fall asleep with her in the apartment. You know unattended no i think it's that he doesn't care like he's like oh this child is like a thing but like if she if no, she goes even, the way of the he, birds he made a comment saying oh i fell asleep in front of another person uh, that's that's not something he'd do that's not how yeah he he's roll. he's normally not a sleep with other people around kind of thing that makes him uncomfy so either he's exhausted from being a spy and a and a single parent, a or a single dad who spies too hard, who loves his kid and never stops. Metzger, I'm actually gonna rewrite this anime, this anime to be a Reba McIntyre crossover. Oh, watch out, fanfiction.net. Eric's coming for you. I'm coming. Um. Anyways. <laughs> They receive a very important letter in the mail, and it says that your daughter has been accepted into this very prestigious academy, and we look forward to you coming to our open house with both parents. Fuck. Okay, first right? of all, I found that kind of problematic. Well, I mean, it is the Cold War era. Like, this all takes place around... That the mentality of both parents being present, like the mom being a homemaker sort of thing and being very involved in child rearing, like doesn't seem very problematic to me. 
I it, can it seems totally representative of the time. Yes, I will agree with that. I can totally imagine a school, especially this high up, like this expensive and this a fancy school, if you will, image concerned to not allow a child in with a single parent. I don't know. It 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 seems problematic with modern day. Yes, because we've gotten to this weird, like, comfy era area in time where um, women aren't dying as much in childbirth. What a shame. So it's not like... I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. It's not like in the Victorian era where, you know, you would have an au pair and mom died in childbirth, so it's a single dad and an au pair. Or some sort of nursemaid or something. It's very rare. Not rare, not rare, but less common for someone to die during the Cold War era of childbirth complications. Um, did I make it too real? Yeah, for sure you did. Because um, I was like, what do I have? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Distract. Talk about something different. <laughs> this is. Hi, welcome to Metzger's brain. <laughs> She's constantly over analyzing and over something something cbd oil kick again <laughs> I, that's where it leaves us off is we're gonna get to the second the, the next premise is that we'll meet mama the assassin and shenanigans will ensue because everyone's gonna have to keep their identity secret the telepath the assassin and the spy um yeah so Look forward to more of this. I actually really enjoy this. I so a little bit behind the scenes. I um, before the about an hour before the podcast, maybe forty five minutes, if we're being honest. Um, I was like, "Hey, Metzger, I don't have access to this other anime that we had previously discussed, and I've already have... accidentally it was all it's all on premium for some reason." Kaguya. Yeah. First two episodes on premium. I hadn't seen anything like it before. Oh, wow. Why is the first episode still on lockdown? Yeah, I, d I didn't understand it, but that was the case. Hey, listener. I think that's all for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for sticking around for a new season. Now that I am uh, formally considered a partial expert, um, or at least, you know, I got my bachelor's in anime. Uh... And, but we still have much to learn and much to grow on. And I hope you're here to grow with us and get your MD, PhD, D Doctor of um, Engineering and uh, car Carbonyls. And Metzger, anything to add? <laughs> uh uh, I was just about to question what the fuck you were talking about. Uh, but until next time, listener. Bye!
you, Metzger, don't do that. 